What is good, everybody? It's your boy, Pat the Designer, back at it again, joined by Jordan JC in the building, talking about the GM and what he's talking about. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> welcome to the show. I don't know why I went with that. I don't know why I went radio voice. I'm tired, he's man. You get what you get. Talking about what he's talking about. I appreciate you guys for tuning in and showing love, as always, man. Uh, Ryan Poles, talking today. Uh, at the podium, basically revealing nothing, but still revealing <laughs> maybe something, right? Like, but not bit, really yeah. nothing, because you know, I mean, the cards are right here, man. Oh okay? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, you know what I'm looking at right here. Oh, what y'all got going on over there? Yeah, you can't see these cards. Oh, oh trading Justin, maybe you never know. Wrong card, <laughs> but so he's got all the cards still close to his face. Oh, that never gets old. <laughs> And realistically speaking, Matt Eberflew said absolutely nothing today. So we'll talk about kind of the things that we gleaned from their comments. The one thing that they did say that was interesting was that they want to do right by Justin Fields. And my question is, what does that look like? What is doing right by Justin Fields look like, realistically speaking? Uh, and is that here with the Chicago Bears or with another team? We'll talk about all that more. And uh, I I'll tell you this right now. DJ Moore wants help. DJ Moore's crying for help. That's that's what, crying that's out. What DJ yes. Moore's comments are telling me. Yes. As we got to get into that as well. He knows what he more wants. On today's episode of the Windy City Breeze Sports Talk Daily. Let's hey, get Chris. into it. JC, what's going on, man? How you feeling? Man, I'm feeling good. Uh, I, I looked at both pressures. I, I came away impressed uh, with with the fact that they again gave away nothing, <laughs> no direction whatsoever. Just a whole bunch of uh, middle ground. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was it it was it was an interesting you know presser that we ended up seeing there because when you, when you hear from Ryan Poles, I do think there were some things that were interesting that he said. And one of those things was that he wants to do right by Justin Fields, and I thought you know as I was going through the day, of course, you break down kind of the generalities of everything that they go through and kind of what it means, what it doesn't mean, blah blah blah. But the fact that Every interview that I saw him do today, of course, most of them are going to be Justin Fields based, right? Because at the end of the day, the the, the conversation that everybody cares about is Justin Fields. Yeah. Um, but he he said, I'm not giving the plans away today. There's nothing in motion today. We're not sitting here presenting you with what the game plan is. Um, and honestly, we're just trying to make sure that we're doing the making the best decision and that we're doing right by Justin. He got asked that question. Um, you know, w w based on the timeline, when do you want to make a move on Justin Fields? And so I guess for you, JC, the question, what what is doing right by Justin Fields look like? And does that is that something that happens here with the Chicago Bears or is that doing right by him by sending him to another team? Well, I'm going to be honest with you. I think, well, with the fact that there was no absolutes in the presser today with Ryan Post kind of giving nothing and staying neutral, which is what he's been doing the entire time, even last year he did that. But uh, I think what that ultimately means is you could look at it both ways. You could say he's, he would do right by him by letting him know, you know, in, in, in a certain amount of time after they go through the evaluation of the quarterbacks to say, hey, Justin, you're our guy. We kind of went through all of the, you know, what we needed to do to, to, to truly evaluate Caleb or whoever else they're, they're thinking about taking. And we're going to move forward with you because we feel like you're you're the better candidate to build around and we would be better by trading that pick and then getting every, every other position of need addressed. Or you could say, okay, Justin Fields, you know, we appreciate the time you had here. You really were a good leader. You know, we appreciate the culture that you said here. Um, but we're going to do right by you by trading you to a team and in a, in a situation that may allow you to still thrive and get better as a quarterback in the league. So could that mean like we've always talked about going back home to Atlanta trading with the number, you know, for the number eight pick or yeah. probably a later, later round than that. But uh, could that mean that as well? You know, I think, I think the way that polls goes about his business, he, he, he keeps in mind the personal aspect of it as well. It is all business, but at the end of the day, even when you look at how he, how he uh, addressed uh, 
what is it, Cody Whitehair and Eddie Jackson and how he let them go early so that they could get in a situation that could be best suitable for them going forward, maybe go to a team that's playoff ready and win, you know, things of that nature. So uh, I, I think that that you could look at it from both sides of the fence when he says that. Uh, C-Dub, we welcome C-Dub into the show. Oh, different lighting downstairs. He's got the lights on. Normally it looks like he's in like one of the back rooms, like where it's like that's where <laughs> – that's where all the evil things in the world happen. That's usually where it looked like he hey, coming through. You know, I just decided to go ahead and just turn the lights on behind me, man. You know, normally, you know, I'm going to go ahead and just turn those on, man. Give it like a better overall view, you know. Hey, man, what are, you, what are your thoughts on the press conference that we saw today? And what do you think view, doing right by Justin Fields really means? You are you are Justin Fields. Uh, um, that was going to be a pause. That was going to be an early pause in the show, too. Uh, you're, you're our... <laughs> You're our Justin Fields, probably biggest fan on the show, shall we say? Uh, let's let's yeah. put it that way. That's what did, what did you hear in the press of today? Yeah, that's fair. Uh, you know, I, I feel like polls are still doing this, man. You know, um, I definitely feel like <laughs> if I'm guessing which way, if I had to pick a direction that I feel like he's going to go based on that conference, I would say he's going to go ahead and draft a quarterback at number one. He's going to take the pick, but I, I feel like. He is giving us just a little bit, but he's not going to give us enough because he can't just come out and say, I'm going to take the pick or I'm going to trade the quarterback because then that weakens his trade value, whichever direction he decides to go. Yeah. So I, I definitely feel like uh, what he's doing is he's probably going to take the pick unless this generational haul we talk about is possibly coming through the pipeline. If these other teams are really this serious about, you know, drafting Caleb Williams, they want to get number one overall pick. I do feel like, you know, it's going to take a lot. You know, he said himself at a bare minimum, you know, I will look for something similar to last year. And that was to me, I think that was his baseline. So that, that kind of told to me, he's going with, drafting probably Caleb Williams or a number one overall pick. Obviously they got to interview him. They got to get to know him. They got to see all these other variables, but yeah, if that haul comes through and, and the haul is something that you just can't pass up and he's looking to build this team going into the future. Um, I think even better than uh, Peter King's offer where we had nine picks in the uh, first two rounds in the next two years, it might take something better than that for, for polls to move off of that position. Yeah, it, it's it's interesting because, and I think here's the thing, even when you heard uh, uh, Post talking today kind of about, you know, the, the comparisons with um, Caleb Williams to Patrick Mahomes, he said there's similarities, a lot of the off-schedule stuff and the arm yeah. angles and stuff like that. Um, but <laughs> what, what was funny was somebody, or, uh, I think it was, I forget her name, on CBS. Uh, she did an excellent job with her interview. She said, you've literally, the last time you were entertaining drafting a quarterback was literally, you came away, the last time you came away with a generational quarterback. What was that process like? Um, and now he's in a position again to try and come away with a quarterback. But I, it's just, it, it's funny when you see even him talk about it, right? He's talking about Caleb Williams in a very measured way. He's not over-loving or under-loving Caleb Williams. He's not sitting there saying he's he's one of the best talents I've ever evaluated. He's not sitting there saying he's the worst thing that we've ever seen. And I think the fact that he's taking that <laughs> measured approach, it makes me feel better as a Bears fan overall that he's our GM because of how he's approaching it, right? Like, it's just... When when I heard Ryan Poles talking today, you know, and even when he talks about Justin, right, it's it's very, very to me, it, it's still that same measured sense, but maybe showing a little bit more love even now than we saw at the end of the season, right? He's talking about Justin Fields important to this team. He's important to me. He's important to this locker room. Everything that those guys are saying in that locker room, you should believe, right? Like that. that's what... I, that's why I think the cards are still so close to the face here. And we'll see. Like, tomorrow they're supposed to be speaking with Caleb Williams. Courtney Cronin talked about that with me over on the Bears podcast today. So we'll see what that ends up being. And with that, right, if you come out of that meeting feeling good, Baki just tweeted us this. Shout out Baki, member of the show, who's not ever on the show, but is always in the comments, always sending us good information. Just tweeted us this from... Uh, uh, I guess uh, Josh Schrock just dropped this nugget over on NBC that the Falcons are emerging as the number one trade option for Justin Fields and have contacted Justin Fields, uh, a sport, a source tell, or have, have contacted the Bears about Justin Fields, a source 
has told NBC Sports Chicago. So the conversations mm. are starting. You're starting to try it, right? Like you're starting to have to, all right, you're not going to just sit here and hold your cards the entire time. At a certain point, you got to put them <laughs> on the table. We got to see them a little and bit. Cor- I asked Courtney, I said, when do you think a deal like this is going to end up getting done? When do you think something like this is going to end up being, um, you know, the best timing for this, I should say. And she was like, Listen, expect it to be the same timeline as last year. The Bears have free mm-hmm. agency coming up. They've got money. They've got options. They've got Jalen Johnson to focus on here. They've got other things they need to focus on. If you're getting the right offer at the quarterback position, the Bears are probably going to take it. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's starting. I think that uh, – Go ahead, Roman. Go ahead. No, no, I think that um, one, one thing that was interesting, going back to your point about how he felt about – the evaluation of Caleb Williams and I was really even killed. One thing that I loved, I don't know if it was a reporter that mentioned this, but it was brought up that, you know, you have possibly two types of quarterbacks. You have your artists and you have your surgeons. I really like that line. Yeah, artists are the ones that can kind of paint outside the lines, can give you your off-balance throws, the different arm angles, the creativity. Those are the ones that, you know, you look at and you're like, you're, you're completely wild by and excited by. We talked about that a little bit yesterday about the the heartbreak good and the heartbreak break bad you kind of take the good with the bad with those type of special type of players but then you have your your surgeons who we mentioned you know tom brady uh paid mannings that you know what you're going to get with them because they're very surgical they do exactly what they need to do to win the game the 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 elite of the elite game managers uh who, who just know how to play the game from first to fourth quarter. Uh, so, you know, what are you taking? And then he said, you know what, that I, I like both, but at the end of the day, I want a winner, you know, which is what he ultimately yeah. said. I need a winner. And, and I like the way he put that because he's not going to give you, you know, any insight into which way he's going to go, which direction he's going to go. He wants somebody who's going to come in here. If Justin Fields leaves, that's going to contribute to winning right away. And and that's the most important thing. Honestly, it, it really is. And, and, that's why, to me, right, and shout-out to the Breeze chat. we got to shout out to real quick. Jay Grizz in the building. How's this shirt a medium? This shirt is very loose, Jay Grizz. Like, it's not medium at all. In fact, I think it's an extra large, dog. We will have Breeze merch coming out. That was the point of all of that. Uh, so just stay tuned in with us on that as we get the website uh, ready to go, pretty much. We're getting that website up. Little bro finishing uh, the polishing touches on that. So we'll have a website soon. We got an app dropping as well. Oh, Hold we- on now. <laughs> We're doing big things, big, big money. Big things time, over baby. here. About to Nothing's hit 30K. coming our way. <laughs> um, <laughs> shout out uh, Football CF Candy in the building. Says, uh, disagree, Pat. Uh, even making Mahomes comps was surprising. Uh, and he believes that uh, polls did show his hand. I don't know if he showed his hand. Mm. I'm not going to lie to you because, like, to me, and – I think, hold on, I think I saw Mike Nice in here too. Mike Nice said, uh, if they're talking to Caleb, that means they're looking at drafting a QB. To me, this is a year where you have to do more evaluation on the quarterback position because Poles was in a situation last year where, one, everybody you looked at was kind of like, I don't know, okay, maybe. Yeah. Like, CJ CJ was the one that maybe you felt the best about, and he ends up being the best out of the bunch, so maybe you missed something there. But I feel like coming into this year, you were going to be evaluating quarterbacks no matter what because um, th- this is the first year where you feel like you're putting a quarterback – a young quarterback, a rookie quarterback in a position where he doesn't just go out there and die. I think you have to evaluate the quarterbacks when you have the number one overall pick in this draft, even if just not to say we need to make sure that we're not giving up the generational talent. We need to make sure that we're not missing out on an amazing haul here by moving on for, or an amazing player here by moving on from this gener- this historic level haul. Like, I think that that's like it's still the due diligence of it. Now, do I am I probably feeling like more so than not, you're going to see a new quarterback here in Chicago at this point? It, it seems like it's leaning that way. Yeah, it does. It, it feels like it may be leaning that way, but. I don't feel like Ryan Poles has given an indication one way or the other. I'm just basing that off of all the reports that we've heard, all of the talk that we hear, everything that, right? Like everything that everybody in the world is reporting is pointing to Justin Fields not being here. They could all be wrong, and Peter King mm-hmm. could be right. Because Peter, I love how Dan Patrick says it Peter King don't just send up balloons to wait and see if they pop. Right. 
Like that, like when he said that the other day, I was like, bro, I ain't going to lie. What if Peter King is just like, he's the only one that's got the real He's the real insight. That would be hilarious, <laughs> He got polls on speed dial like, hey, man, what, what's what's really going on? He got plugged, man. I mean, that's, yep. that's the thing, man. We really <laughs> on his way out. We really don't know which way this is going to go. And, and it's just that, you know, obviously he can't fully tip his hand, so he's not going to fully support it one way or the other. Uh, but it is interesting to see. I, I'm very curious to see what happens if he does get that ransom offer that he just can't pass up, man. Like, and it, it's going to be a lot. It's going to be a split decision on fans. Some is going to hate it. Some are going to love it because yep. some really want Caleb. And then some of us really wants Justin Fields to stay on the team, you know. But he also said he doesn't feel pressure no way, one way or the other. Like, if they, you know, if, if he's going to trade Justin Fields, he doesn't feel pressured. If he's going to trade the pick, he's not afraid of doing that either. So, uh, you know, Fields, man, he this, this dude is a master chess player, man. That's, that's, that's the only way. I'm a fan of it, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I, I said this yesterday. I think that Ryan Poles uh, will make a definitive decision. He'll, or at least he will, he will reveal what I think he already is going to do once he uh, interviews Caleb Williams or any of these other prospects that they may go with. Uh, which I believe either happened or is happening this week from some some of the reports I read. Not really sure. Uh, <laughs> complete anarchy. Complete anarchy. <laughs> it, it really hey, would you be. know what? That would Nobody's be crazy. Prepared. That would be I would crazy. be mentally prepared for that. I'm not going to lie to you. It would be complete anarchy. I would be upset about that one. I, I would, here's the thing. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be mad because I look at Jaden Daniels and I'm like, yeah, you put the right pieces around him. Jaden Daniels is going to be a pretty good quarterback at the NFL level. I don't know if I, I don't know if I, I trust Drake May as much. I'm not a big North Carolina quarterbacks guy. Uh, yeah. You know, PTSD. But dog, yeah, yeah, so <laughs> same jersey number and oh, everything. Bro, it would just be so funny if he was just like, <laughs> like, like everybody. The it's, it's the it's the Kermit meme, bro. You ever seen where where it's like Kermit in the hood? He's like, do it. <laughs> Should I trade the first overall pick and Justin? Just the villain looking back, do it. Like, I, bro, that would be complete, complete anarchy. anarchy. You know, the one thing that I do love about this, like you were mentioning, kind of like how he wants to get it done uh, is the timeline yeah. of all this. And uh, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to hear from our, our sponsors over at Aura. And then I want to come back and talk about the timeline of this because Ryan Poles, it's, it's almost like he, he gave a construction line. We're going to do things right. We're going to do, do things quick, but we're not going to do things in a hurry. Wait, what? How you doing? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So wait, wait, we'll talk about that on the other side. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Appreciate you guys for tuning in and watching the show. Today's episode of the podcast is brought to you by Aura. Have you ever done a Google search on your own name? You'd be surprised what pops up. Your full name, email address, home address, health records, your relatives. It's all out there. And that's why I've been using Aura, the sponsor of today's video. Aura shows me which data brokers are selling my information and automatically submits opt-out requests just for me. Cleaning up my information not only helps reduce the amount of spam I get, but it protects me from hackers who could use that information to help them access my social media, bank accounts, and other sensitive information. 
It's really simple to set up. I don't have to download several apps or go to things like antivirus, VPN, password management, parental controls, identity theft, but you can get all of that in one place with Aura. I get everything at one affordable price as well. You may already have one or two of these tools, but not having Aura is like leaving the front door locked while leaving the back door and windows wide open. For you to be able to take advantage of Aura, we got a special deal for you here today. Stop data brokers from exposing your personal information. Go to my sponsor at https forward slash aura.com forward slash the windy city. Again, that is uh, aura.com forward slash the windy city to get a 14 day free trial and see how much of your information is being sold. Appreciate y'all for tuning in and showing love to another episode of the Windy City Breeze Sports Talk Daily. Hit that like button if you have not done so. Subscribe to the page. Leave that five-star review. Y'all know what to do. What we got? We got a hundred and th- over a hundred in the chat. First off, over a hundred in the chat. Let's go. Get the likes up. Get the likes up. 35 likes. Let's get them likes up, man. Uh, we got a super chat in from that dude, J773. I said, would you guys trade the number nine pick for Sneed? If they franchise tag, then trade. No. 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 I get it. He's a proven weapon. Um, but no. I, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't. Uh, I don't know. That's no, nah, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm not. Because I think I think they're both. Like the even like I I would say Romeo Dobbs is going to end up being a Romeo Dobbs uh Roma Dunze is, is going to end up yeah. being a a better NFL receiver than what Snead is already. Yeah, I mean I'd rather go through the, if I'm a, if anything I I rather go through the draft on that one. Uh, or not not right. receiver. He's going to be a better receiver than what Snead is as a DB already. Like you know what I mean? Like I like if I'm valuing one of the other. Plus, we get like 700 DBs a year. (laughs) Ryan Poles has been here two years, and he's hit on all of them. Yeah, I mean, like (laughs) he's he's been here two years, and he's he's gotten six DBs. Yeah, no, we're good on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. I think I think that uh, no, no, yeah, I would pass on that. First of all, for the mere fact that. And I know we'll probably get into it, but another one of the things that I like that came away from the press was, you know, the contract talks with Jalen Johnson. I don't think that we need a cornerback because it looks like there's a strong possibility yeah. that's going to get done. We'll we'll see what. what listen, he, he said he came out. He said with on strong numbers his way. He put that all back in Jalen Johnson's court. Yep. Uh, the one thing that I do want to talk about though yeah. is that um, I think kind of going with the new report that we have now um, with the fact that Josh Schrock believes that or is reporting that Atlanta has contacted the Chicago Bears about Justin Fields. When we heard Ryan Poles talk about the timing of all this, when we heard him talk about he wants to go out and he wants to get this done tomorrow. And everybody like kind of laughs. And then he goes, no, I'm serious. I want to figure out when we can get this done as quickly as possible because he doesn't want Justin Fields to be living, as he said it, in the gray. He said he's basically that it's no fun living in the gray. Nobody wants to be in the gray, right? You you want to know where you're going. And and he wants to show that level of respect to Justin Fields when it comes to um you know, the next team he's going to go to, he's given a lot of guys their opportunities in free agency, working out contracts and things like that. You want to have all that worked out before the season gets here. So when you hear him say uh, he wants to get this worked out quickly, but then he goes, but we're not going to rush any of this. We're not rushing. We're not hurrying up. What does that What does that mean to you? What did, what did y'all hear with that? Because for me, I'm like, okay. Is the bones of a deal getting done at the at the combine? Are the trades coming at the combine? Is it because he had literally said, I didn't come here for this. Didn't say he wasn't gonna leave here for that reason. Yeah. I think that this 
is all again hanging on the the interview and the conversation just to make sure that whatever direction they go in they're 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 sure in their their decision ryan Poles has to sit down with caleb williams and again really check his character i think they've already done a lot of scouting on caleb williams they brought cliff kingsbury in for the uh interview at for oc so they they got some nuggets probably from him uh, they, they, they've done enough scouting probably during the college season on Caleb Williams to see how special he is. But I think they want to make sure with all of this, 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 these, these, you know, opinions going around about Caleb's leadership skills and the off the field issues. And can he, can he, you know, step up to the plate yeah. when the lights are the brightest? Can he face adversity? I think they're trying to make sure that they're 100% convinced that if they go with them, they'll be okay with that decision versus letting Justin go. Obviously, he would want to know that tomorrow, but I think with the process of the combine and getting to the interview, I think that's what he's waiting on. I think that's kind of technically what he's trying to do. Yeah, he's like not really trying to like tip his hand, but like saying like, all right, you know, this is going to happen real soon. And if if everything works out well, if I get the right offer, I'm just going to pull the trigger. I'm not going to play around with it. I'm not going to try to see who, like how how far I can bid against one team against another. If I can get Fields to the right spot that benefits him, I'm going to do it. I'm just going to pull the trigger. But, I just love the respect he gives the Justin. I mean, yeah, you, you, you see him here. He talks about it, the face is crazy. Somebody AI'd a different face on that, by the way. That's hilarious, bro. And that's he, hilarious. That's the face right there. That's the, yeah, you know what it is. Yeah. Nah, stop <laughs> playing with me. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> so if we go down that road, uh, I want to do right by Justin as well. No one wants to live in the gray. I know that's uncomfortable. I wouldn't want to be in that situation either. So we'll gather that information. We'll move as quickly as possible. We're not going to be in a rush and see what presents itself and what's best for the organization. I just, the the conversation on be quick, but get it done. Or, or don't, don't rush, but get it done quick. Yeah. Like that to me speaks to okay. We we're in a crunch time timeline here. We're are the the numbers that we're hitting right now is, I would say maybe t minus nine days until a deal is done, or sooner, or sooner, possibly. Like that's that's realistically where I think we're at right now because when when you look at this is where everybody's going to start jumping his his. His phone hasn't stopped ringing. I think, I think uh, uh, in one interview I saw him say he had to put it on do not disturb just for the interview because his phone hasn't stopped ringing. You know what I mean? Like the, the yeah, people on both yeah. sides, and it's not just Justin Fields. You guys got to understand that, right? Like it, it's it's Justin Fields on one end for a couple of teams. I do believe Atlanta's probably hit him up to try and see what they can get for him. Maybe Pittsburgh. But on the other end, you you see the pick that's available and now people are probably getting antsy because it's like, wait, y'all going to talk to Caleb Williams. Wait, are you guys seriously considering drafting Caleb Williams? I thought you guys were going to stick with Justin, right? Because I don't know what wins Peter King was getting, but he said the wins are saying that they're trading the pick. I was like, where's that wind at? I need, I'm not feeling any of that breeze, but you know, some, we don't know. If if that's the case, maybe somebody inside of the organizations, maybe the Peter King article being a smokescreen, if it is right, like, mm. is that getting guys, is that getting other teams into a panic? Is that getting Washington into a panic? Is that getting, yeah, I mean, like that, that's why to me, <laughs> hey, said Peter King was getting farts. No wind, just a fart. <laughs> What's that smell? What's that? Oh, I could taste it. The winds of change are upon us. Oh. <laughs> hey, Duke got it for us. No wind. Was, <laughs> just no, fun. no. I, oh, God. Who did that? <laughs> Ryan, was that you? Was that you, Ryan? <laughs> did you say you trade the pick? <laughs> trade the pick. <laughs> no, but I, I just, I feel like right now, when you talk about the timing of all of this, we're finally getting close to coming to an end with everything all the stories that have been built up and it's good to see like that. It feels like one way or the other it's ending in the right way. Yeah. And it feels like it's literally going to be, yeah. and guess what? We appreciate you. We, we appreciate everything you've done for us. We're moving on or, Hey, we got this generational hall. Come on in. We're building around you. We believed in you. We appreciate you for everything you've done for this organization. Either way, you had a tough conversation coming up. If you're Ryan Poles. 
Yeah, I'm thinking to myself, if he's leaning away, it's probably like 70-30. Like, he's probably like, or 75-25. Like, I'm leaning towards drafting that quarterback, whether it's Caleb Williams or someone else. Most likely Caleb Williams. But the other 25% is, and he probably, in a in a, in a, a perfect world, would love to keep Justin Fields. It's just, you got this possibly historic quarterback, and you get to reset the QB clock. There's so many different possible benefits that come along with all of this. And then as a Justin Fields fan, I even had to just kind of come with the acceptance of it all to say, hey, you know what? This is probably the direction we're going in, man. We're we're trading, we're trading Fields. We're going to get as much as we can for him, but he's going to respectfully do it, and so that way he won't um, alienate the locker room as well. So uh, it is what it is, you know. I do like the approach that uh, Poles takes because – there was somebody that did ask him about, you know, how do you feel about that 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 maybe uneasy conversation you're, yeah, you could yeah. potentially have with, say, Justin in trading. Me said no, it wouldn't be uncomfortable at all because you know by the players. Again, I go back to the example of Eddie Jackson and and, and um, Cody Whitehair. You know, it, it looks as if he has a track record of really, even though he is the GM and it's about business first. You know, he's doing whatever he needs to do to make the team better. He also dignifies his players, and though whether it's former players or current players, I think he gives a certain level of respect and 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 digs into the personal side of things, which you can only respect. And so, you know, as we we come up on this decision, you know, it it also allows you know peace of mind with everything he's going through and unfollowing everybody. So he needs to make sure he's in a good headspace too. Yeah. No, 100%. And that's what's going to be really interesting to see with the Bears kind of moving forward in this and how they're uh, how they're going to deal with it, right? Like, this is – this is, and it's not just Caleb, right? They're talking with everybody. Else. They're talking with Drake. They're right. probably talking with Jaden. They're probably – right, like, you're probably talking with Bo. Like, they're going through the quarterback – they're going through the quarterback carousel here. They're going through everybody – that they can to try and figure out what the best decision is for the bears. And so that's why it's so interesting because like Hayes is joking around about like, what if it, what if there's anarchy and they trade the first and Justin, what if they do? What if they identify somebody later that's going to be in a better position and you could put more weapons around them, right? I think what's interesting. Is my internet bad? <laughs> oh, yeah. Your like, internet was glitching a little bit. Dog. It was. It was glitching a little bit. Oh, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it looked it look good to me. Every time I talk, I look like I'm 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 smooth. But okay, all right. Every 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 now and then, you 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 go out and you come back. You'll be all right. Um, but no, just doing their due diligence, man. And, and that's why, like I said, like the process that the, we we've never seen the Bears go through a process like this. Yeah, we've never seen the Bears go through a logical process like this. Yeah. Like, I actually feel like no matter what decision we end up going with, there's a path to success. I've never felt that way. Hey, don't you feel like we're an elite team? Like, we're getting talked no, about as much like as the Cowboys. Calvin said we already elite. No, 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 not, not like paper. I'm talking about as far as media coverage. That's what I mean. Like, as far as media coverage, like, we're the main topic on everybody's oh, mind. Yeah, everybody who got the number one pick usually is. I mean, even in basketball, that's every sport, I think. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't know. We wasn't really asking all these questions about uh about uh our Victor Wimbenyama. We knew who who was getting that one. <laughs> Shut um, up, Baki. Else, <laughs> that dog team team Justin or team Caleb? Um, I don't know. Lulu probably is team Justin. She she a big runner. Lulu's probably team Justin. Coda's probably oh Coda ain't down here. I thought Coda was down here. Coda's probably team Caleb because. Um, <laughs> He he don't like to run a lot. He he wanna he he wanna stay in that pocket and rest. <laughs> he don't like to run. A he wanna lot. he don't want to move that much. He wanna stay in that pocket and rest. Um, here's the one thing that I thought was very interesting Back with Steve Chicago Bears, Bears. Uh, 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 moving forward. Now now Cole is definitely Team Bears. That's the one thing you can't. Have you seen him? He's a monster. He's a bear. Um, <laughs> I love having the Keaton. It's by it's by far my favorite dog breed I've ever owned. Um. The one thing that I thought was interesting, though, out of all of this was DJ Moore also got a chance to talk. And mm. no matter what you feel about the quarterback position, DJ Moore absolutely feels like. As he should. The Chicago Bears need help at the wide receiver <laughs> position. As he like, should. That they do. He had a career do. season with Justin Fields, didn't he? 
For sure, he yeah. he he had a career yeah. season, and he and he's he he believes that there's no prospect in the draft better than Justin. He he did say that as well, but I think it's more so the fact that like he's literally just like please, like just get somebody else to catch this football, anybody else to catch this football. Like that's that's what I hear when he's like, my pick would be MHJ. Oh, okay, so you want to pair up, right? Like you would think more times than not. If you're the number one wide receiver, you wouldn't want to bring somebody in. Yeah. That could potentially become the number one wide receiver. Yeah. Right, right. This man, like, please. Hey, listen. (laughs) MHJ, best receiver in the draft, possible generational talent as a wide receiver. Come on now. Let's get up in it. Come on down. Help me out. Help a brother out. He said, I'm going to still get my thousand yards either way. Bro, it's just, it's it's one of those, like, like when I heard his interview today, it spoke to, right, like, the first thing I thought was, okay, we're probably not going to be in a position to get MHJ because we're probably going to be moving around. Uh, we're probably going to uh, take the number one pick, so we're not going to have the rest of that draft capital. So how do you get that wide receiver help for? Like, that's that's the tough, like, are, are you going in free agency? Are you, att- like, are, are you going to attack some of these... Uh, uh, um, some of these receivers that maybe are getting a little bit older. Are you going uh, Mike Evans on this? Are you going, um, you know I mean, like uh, Michael Pittman probably ends up getting franchise tag, but maybe a Michael Pittman on it. No, no, yeah, the Colts would be crazy to let like, him Like, how, how do you address the, the need that DJ Moore is begging for help on? <laughs> but Justin Jefferson supposedly is available too, right? Man, listen. If if they trade, yeah, that ain't happening. Justin <laughs> Jefferson to the Bears, you just Bro. you just call it a a a, a career. You they, you're gonna be fired next year. You're gonna be fired. You trade Damn. Justin Jefferson to a divisional appointment. You're gonna be fired next year. Uh, you ain't got no. You got no hope. You got no hope. JC, stop looking at the chat, man. I'm sorry. Hey, he's leading well, alone, dog. Figure, you know they I'm got trying ADHD. to figure out if I, if I, am I still here? Am I still moving correctly? Like, what no, you fine. You fine. <laughs> man said, I'm, I'm in a thriller video. <laughs> it was, you only had like. Good that. Lord, man. First of all, it's always them two. It's always Hayes and, and Steve-O. Man, man, go Hayes, do a show. Y'all alone, go do boy. a show. Y'all can't focus. <laughs> that chat be killing y'all, bro. Oh, man. Okay, like right yeah, here in the no, line of sight, too, so it's like you can't miss the chat. Well. Hit the X. You can close the chat. <laughs> but low-key, I want to see what they say, too, in the same. <laughs> not, not PK up in there talking about that. Ain't he supposed to be on right now? Come on, yeah, PK. We, we, we hey, it's know. supposed to be a, a, a tornado watch, so that might be why your uh, internet jack. Yeah, the city city of Chicago is crazy right now. But anyway, man, let, 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 I'm, I'm going to stay focused. Let's, let's get my – I got to get my – let me go ahead and do oh, like yeah. this. Yeah, you got to Ryan Pose. You got to Ryan yeah. Pose. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Now, now do the rest of the show just like that. <laughs> yeah. What? What What'd you exactly. say, yeah. No, I ain't looking. No, how, ain't looking how do you feel like you go about addressing that if you're not in a position for an image? I mean, like, are you going uh, – um, I mean, there's, there's some good names later in the draft, but listen, Ryan Poles has not done a good job of identifying wide receivers. But yeah. maybe with a new team in there. No. Um, yeah, I mean, like, maybe in a new team in there or with a new offensive staff in there, you get you get more of an opportunity on that. I'm going to be honest with you. That's, that's actually the reason why I would go wide receiver at the top of the draft because – you're 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 probably going to hit on the pick more than trying to take a chance on some some journeyman or some can't miss prospect or some sleeper in the later part of the draft where you're probably not good at picking. If you're good at de- picking DBs all throughout the draft, I'm going with the special talent that everybody knows is probably going to be good with, at Marvin Ayers, with Marvin Harrison Jr. Yeah, that's just how I see it. Yeah. How do you how do you get that? I mean that that is trading. <laughs> that's that's only that you can't even trade with that. That's only sticking with Justin. It's the only way you can do that. Yeah. Oh no, no. You, that that's it. Like that's the only way that you can get Marvin Harrison Jr. in there is sticking with Justin. Which maybe I guess here's the thing, right? One, you want to see Marvin Harrison medicals. I don't know if he's going to be running. Courtney said uh, um, that that you know he doesn't know. Does, she doesn't know if MHJ is actually going to make it to the draft, and if he does or to the uh, combine. If he doesn't come to the combine, you don't get his medicals. You don't get to see kind of in in the inside of of what's going on. Uh, with him physically, 
Uh, you don't get to see the 40 times or not, but you already know what he is, right? Like, yeah, why would he run? Yeah. I'm not yeah. worried about him. I'm j- I guess I would be a little worried about medically, but outside of that, like, I don't care. Um, yeah. Honestly, he ain't got nothing to prove. He ain't got nothing to prove. No, you know, Hayes has you said know this a million is. times. MHJ is the only generational talent. It really in the is. Draft. I've said that. I've said that since day one. It. You know, yeah. I've said that since day yeah. one. He's he's a bro, he's a monster, bro. He's the. I don't know if he's generational. I don't know if anybody's generational until they become generational. Would you put him on the level of uh, Megatron? I would potentially. Yeah. I would say if he comes into the league right now and he's paired up with the right duo, or he's with the right. right that's team, a good point. Right. Um, right. He will be. A top five wide receiver in the draft, his for his rookie year, rookie year. That's yep. crazy, bro. And he'll have. I mean, because Megatron games. was on Detroit, and he'll have. Yeah, wasn't he games. literally the only offensive weapon they had? Yeah, that's what, when he retired Stafford? in like eight years, eight or nine years. Yeah, <laughs> he got tired of losing. Him and various yeah, players, but, they got tired, bro. Man, got tired of getting them. Then you seen his feet? That's what he got tired of. Them feet was getting beat up out there, man. <laughs> but you know what? You know what, uh, uh, Pat? I wanted to address this too because I was looking at a show. Uh, 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 Uninterrupted, uh, undisputed, not interrupted. Uninterrupted, undisputed with uh, Keyshawn and uh, Skip, and uh, Keyshawn made some really good points. Yeah. You know, he, him being a, a number one pick, a wide receiver, he mentioned that this whole hype around why they feel they need to let go of Justin uh, because you know if they get Caleb Williams on a rookie contract, you know that that could reset the market. And it, he's saying that that whole narrative has been overblown for years, and people need to stop saying that, <laughs> especially with the amount of money that we have now, it shouldn't matter that much if that we're going to reset the, the rookie contract for the quarterback position, no. you know, over the fact that if you keep Justin, you're addressing all of these other needs on the team while also keeping somebody who's already built up that chemistry, built up that camaraderie with the, with the locker room, with the players, with the organization, with the city. And you move forward with that. Uh I thought that was a really good point by him uh, in in the uh, show. It's also with the amount of money that you're, um, yeah, you you have to think, right? Like Caleb Williams comes in realistically making more money than Justin Fields does next year. Yep. It's also with the amount of money that you're paying in the long run right now. Here's the thing. The amount of money matters when you're in the position. The amount of money matters when you're here. The amount of money does not matter when you have the answer. Yeah. Right. You remember everybody? Oh, how can you pay Lamar? How can you? You can't go out there and give Lamar Jackson that kind of money. The guarantees. What did it get? Lamar got paid. We heard one person say Lamar didn't deserve that money. Yep. As he there just won go. an MVP. There you go. I wouldn't be surprised if maybe with you know, maybe they do take a uh you know draft one of those quarterbacks like JJ McCarthy or something like that. Stash them, put them to the side, keep Fields. And I mean, I'm looking at hearing and saying that what his first year, well, this coming year, he'd be six million dollars. But then after that, it'd be twenty five million dollars. So for what, thirty one million dollars. So that basically will rank him in uh, 14th among quarterbacks with the QB cap hits on for twenty twenty five. So, I mean, honestly, you know, he's getting paid like a middle of the pack quarterback, you know. Honestly, I don't think it would be a big deal to the cap. It wouldn't hurt that bad, especially with the cap going up like that, man. So. I don't know. It might not be a bad idea to try and go after. The money aspect of it certainly changes things. Yeah. The money aspect of it, to me, certainly puts you in a different light. And I think it puts you in a different light because now you're less worried about how much you're paying. Right? Like, if you get Justin Fields on a Daniel Jones-type deal now, I can still build my team. Mm-hmm. The cap took the biggest jump it's taken since we've had a salary cap. Crazy. Yeah. Right, like, and, it's and, and, point. and yeah. it's it's not to say that you know I I don't think that I guess what I'm saying is there's a path either way. Again, back to in polls we trust. There's a path either way to go out there and actually be able to have success on the Justin Fields side. There's a path to have success on the Caleb Williams side. And which path is going to? I, I guess the the real question is right. Which generational talent do you believe in more? Do you believe in Caleb more? Do you believe in MHJ more? Yeah. Like, I, if I'm being real, I think Caleb is an immensely talented player. I think he's going to come into the NFL. I think he's going to have a nice NFL career. I think that in the right situation, he could become that talent that people realistically believe that he's going to be. Yeah. I feel like I know what Marvin Harrison Jr. is. 
Man, look. I ain't seen him take a snap of NFL football. <laughs> I feel like he's gonna walk onto the field he and somebody's just, gonna be like, I bet I ain't living. He all he all hype. We out here, I'm a matcher, and then he's just gonna like cook somebody. He's like, like yeah. Who's, who's, uh, it's gonna be Sneed, right? Who old boy was asking about Sneed earlier? Sneed gonna be lined up across from, and he gonna go go out there, and he gonna cook him up. He gonna be like, "Hey, he was for real, dog. I, I thought they was joking this whole time." Like, I really do believe. Can you imagine that though? You got you got DJ Moore, and you got MHJ, like two number one legit wide receivers on your team. You can't lose. Yeah, you could just throw that ball up, and it's like they gonna go grab it, bro. It's like it's. You're not about to. You're not about to. The the. How tall is he, by the way? Uh, MHJ. What, six four? Uh, six four. Come on, man. Yeah. I'm. I'm just saying, bro. I'm literally. I'm not sitting here telling. And, and I think what's interesting is when you look at out. When you take DJ Moore outside of the equation, the Bears had wide receivers who had the least amount of separation. A wide receiver group that had the least amount of separation in the NFL. Um. When when you um. You, you know. Justin Fields, maybe it's more of a flaw in him, but he's not going to sit there and throw it unless it is his version of NFL Open, not what NFL Open actually is. He's not yeah. going to risk it because guess what? It all goes back on him, right? The, the ball getting popped up in the air. Nobody sits there at the end of the season and goes, oh, Justin Fields has two interceptions that shouldn't count on his record. They say Justin Fields has, what is it, 12 interceptions or 14 interceptions? Unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, like, and, and so that's the part where it's like, why is it that when he throws the football to DJ Moore is so much more confident than when he throws the football to Darnell Mooney? Why is it when he throws the football to DJ Moore in, in tight windows, in tight spaces, uh, it, where it is NFL open, that mm -hmm. he's more confident throwing it there than when he's throwing the football to Tyler Scott? Yeah. You know what I mean? And so that's why to me... That's a good point. It's 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 interesting to say where does your confidence lie in the generational quarterback first? Where does your confidence lie in the generational wide receiver second? And can the generational wide receiver make the uh, say okay quarterback, good quarterback, better? Jamar Chase. Here's my thing. I think that you take more of a chance with Marvin Harrison Jr. coming in and contributing to that better than I think Caleb would, would be because at the quarterback position, you're, you're as many people would say, you're the CEO of the, of the team, you know, coming in as a rookie. No matter how good you are, there's going to be a learning curve. There has to be like a moment or, or a certain amount of time where the game is just going to be way too fast for you. The defense is going to be on you all the time. Like the pressure is going to be, be insurmountable and, and there's going to be a learning curve, which is why a lot of the good ones – Usually sit a year if they have that chance. If they go to the right team, they're sitting behind a vet quarterback to learn. And we talk about Patrick uh, Mahomes all the time being very, very good and the yep. GOAT already. He 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 went about it the right way. He went to the right system, right coach, but he also sat a year behind a, a, a vet that taught him. And so when you don't have that situation like we have here in the Chicago Bears uh, uh, situation, whether we're picking Justin or whether we're going with Caleb, either one is going to start next year. Yeah, and so there's going to be a little bit of a growing pain for Caleb if he if he comes here. What's the situation that hits the ground running quicker? Uh, Caleb sure. Williams did with with the DJ Moore comb combination and whatever else you bring in, right? There's probably still going to be. You think the defense? You would think the defense is going to be what the defense is going to be, and then, um. You add to that, of course, you're going to add in probably another edge rusher and or three technique, depending on what you what you put into the defense. But offensively, you're probably adding in at least another wide receiver if you're going Caleb. I would think you're probably paying somebody to come in there. I don't know how much that's going to be or who that's going to be. Hmm. Or you keep Justin, you keep the offense in place, you keep the continuity in place, and you add in what could be what I believe is a generational wide receiver with two DJ Moore and Cole Komet, who basically was your number two last year, which leads to playoffs quicker, I guess. Because here's the thing. You draft Caleb Williams, Caleb Williams got to get to the playoffs so everybody's fired. Yep. That's what I'm saying. If I'm Eberflus, if I'm Eberflus, I'm like, yo, I got to win this year, right? So why not give me the guy that's going to take us there? 
and elevate the rest of the team. Let's keep fields. Let's go ahead and draft MHJ and let's build around this team. Let's trade down and build around this team. I mean, I think that's the best path going forward. If you honestly looking for a way to just be successful and have you a chance to win, the NFC is weak. You know, so if the NFC is weak, you know, you got an opportunity to at least get to the NFC championship game and make some no. noise. Let's see what happens. My thing is that, Oh, by the way, over two hundred in the chat. Hey, two hundred. Let's go, let's go. Where them likes at, y'all. Where them likes at. Uh my thing is that if you if you're going with Caleb, the the the, the issues, and this is why I always say the, the the things off the field matters, the intangibles, the chemistry, the connection with the teammates. That's already there with with Justin, as we just mentioned. You know, DJ Moore had his best receiving season in the league, one year. You know, uh, with Justin, that has to be built up if Caleb comes in here, and then he has to build that up with if if we get another receiver in free agency, whether it be Mike Evans or uh, Curtis Samuel, yeah. Calvin Ridley, whoever we're getting as well. Like that has to be built up completely with the rookie quarterback. You don't have any chemistry at all with any of these players. So that that's what you have to factor in on top Calvin of the fact Ridley. that you got to be a better team. Must keep saying Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley feel done to me. I think he's a little so he had a really good season. He had a really good season this year with Trevor. Yeah. He's supposed to be. He, he's not Atlanta yeah. Calvin Ridley. Yeah, I mean, it, it feel like that, that year off be breaking players. <laughs> yeah. I, he ain't, he ain't what he used to be, but he's, Again, I say he's a wide receiver three. If he's your third receiver, I'd take him over Mooney any day. Yeah, but he's probably not your third receiver if you're drafting Caleb Williams. He's probably your second receiver. Which is why you go get MHJ and get Calvin Ridley in free agents. <laughs> 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 that's what I'm hey, That's not a bad idea, to be honest. But I mean... I don't know. It's just it's it's one of those situations where what's going to get you to hit the ground running and what's going to give you the best success long term. Um I, I guess realistically, right? If you're if you're moving in, I can see success coming from either one. There's just to me more pressure on Caleb to come in here and be successful right away because I don't believe you can take a step back. I really don't. I, I don't believe that you can go out there and and you can be a seven win team. Now, if you're a seven win team, but right, somebody massive gets hurt on defense and offensively, you you see like Caleb Williams slinging that pill in there, right? Like there's there's nuance to all of the conversation that we're having here. But if you go out there and the offense looks like an offense would look with a rookie quarterback, or I'll say this, if it doesn't look like C.J. Stroud, mm. if your offense doesn't look that's as good outlier. as what C.J. Stroud did last year. And that's what a lot of people banking on. Y'all out of there. Everybody's getting fired. Yep. Hey, food, facts. The Steve, beard. I mean, take the beard to the next team. Yeah, Steve-O, facts. He better that, make the playoffs. That's, that's my thing. And, and, and to that point, bro, I'm looking at Steve-O's comment too. Like, if, and, and Poe's talked about this. He's looking for a leader. He's looking for somebody that can handle the pressure. He talked yeah. about Chicago and the pressure. Obviously, the media, there you go. The media yep. pressure is crazy. It's yep. like New York. Yep. You know what I mean? So if you ain't producing, it's like, what happens if you get there and it's like you're not able to live up to the level that we need you to be at to be successful, bro? Like, honestly, this is a lose-lose situation for everybody if he doesn't come in and be a top 15, top 10 level quarterback. That's the reason why I think the interview process is going to be so important. I really wish I could be there like a fly on the wall to see exactly what Ryan Poles is going to ask Caleb in particular because we've talked about – Caleb Williams not having that, or or at least what we saw in the in the in the in the pressure moments, right? We're talking about pressure. What does he do in pressure? Right. He looks like he folds a little bit. Looks like he doesn't like taking the pressure. Looks like he doesn't like addressing, you know, the questions from the media. You know, those are things that I hope Ryan Pose are is really going to pinpoint when it comes to going one on one with Caleb. I love this question for P Kid. If wins aren't a QB stat, why is the pressure so high? Um Jobs on the line. Because you're you're moving on from a quarterback that you felt could have made the playoffs this year if a couple of decisions were made the right way by the coaches. Um, yeah. I, there, there's some games where it feels like it's by Justin as well, but yeah. you feel like there's a couple of games that you should have had if your coaches make the right decision. You would hope that your coaches have learned from that and they're more inclined to put you in a winning playoff situation. It's not about the pressure being just on Caleb. It's about the pressure of the team. You're moving on from a guy that it felt like improved in the second half of the season. You're moving on from a guy that you felt like got better and when he came back from his thumb injury 
to go get the next young piece that's supposed to be the generational talent that's the best thing that we've seen assessed since Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck came in and won games. Andrew Luck came in and put up tutties. Andrew Luck, and again, it's all nuanced, right? Like if something happens where like they're losing because of other things, that's different. Right, if, if they're losing because of Flus, Flus should still be fired. If they're losing because he doesn't kick the football, or they're losing because he doesn't have Montez Sweat on in the game in the fourth on the fourth quarter on one of the most important drives, that's very different, right? Like all of this conversation is nuanced, but I think the pressure on the Bears to succeed. That right now is what Caleb is walking into. And that's a situation where if he doesn't, they will fire everybody. I mean, he needs to at least get us to, to the playoffs at minimum. Well, I'll put it like this. I I think that whoever is who is who's really on the hot seat is, is going to be Eberflus because we talked about this before. I think Poles has kind of is a master at he has his master plan, but then he also has the backup plan. Who did they hire at OC? Shane Waldron. Who do they have as a offensive game coordinator, pass game coordinator? Uh, Thomas, you Bryant. got uh, Thomas Bryant. Yeah, Thomas Brown. Thomas Brown. Those two, those two guys were were interviewed and, and and considered for OC. We already talked about Shane Waldron possibly being a head coach potentially. So if Matt Eberflus doesn't do what he's supposed to do this year, yeah. potentially they could go in a direction where they just put those two people up the up the up the board up the organization line, HC OC. I, and, That's and, and, and kid responds said, I think people want to mount pressure on Caleb as retribution. By the way, can Caleb be ex Caleb as retribution for Justin? Zaleb. That's, that's kind of fire. We got Zaleb in the fire building. name if he actually be, is amazing. Um, I think people want to mount pressure on Caleb as retribution for Justin. I don't think so because I think no matter what, we were coming into this season expecting playoffs. Yep. No matter what, we were coming into this season expecting uh, uh, and and that's why if you move on from the quarterback and everything that Ryan Poles has said has been, we're doing this to get better. We're not making moves to get worse. And I think if you keep Fields, I feel like the troops are going to rally around Fields. Like, honestly, they all want Fields to be on the team. It's crazy to me because you get all these ex-players and the only people that's really talking Caleb, Caleb, Caleb really is the media. But when you look at the ex-players or players that currently play in the NFL, they all singing Justin's praises of why the Bears should keep him. You know, Keyshawn Johnson. So it's like, you know, I wonder which, you know, which one is actually the realistic way you should look at things as far as which route we should take. Because the NFL players know something maybe that the media is not seeing. It's just funny to me because it's like, let's say everything happens similar this season that it happens next season. The conversation isn't going to be Caleb Williams can't play football. The conversation is going to be that the Chicago Bears made too many mistakes and they didn't support Caleb Williams. Just like it was when Justin was a rookie. Hmm. Yeah. That's what it always hmm. is. That's what we go through this same cycle. Yeah, I mean, that, they didn't that, have enough around that, him that's, to that's, succeed. That's what that's what it always is. The, the, it, we go through this same cycle every single year, where or every single time it's time to move on or add a new quarterback or whatever it is, right? Where uh, the first year is like, well, the Bears didn't help him out. The second year, all right, we need to see more. You see a little bit more, uh, but we didn't see enough more. The third year, well, you know, if he doesn't do it here, it's time to move on. Then yeah. you get to year four, and it's like. All right, well, yeah, I mean, we, we're not picking up his option. Let's bring in the new guy. And then the new guy has the same issues that the old guy had. And we go, well, you know, I mean, the Bears didn't do enough to support him. We've done that for what, four well, quarterbacks yeah. now. Yep. Yeah, you know I mean, like, and so it's it's not it's not a slight on Caleb one way or the other. It's more of a if if you're coming here to the to a team that feels like it's moving in the right direction. You're looking to hit the ground running. You don't get as much of a rookie wall, especially when you're the number one overall pick. Yep. A lot of hype. Lot the of only reason we don't talk about Trevor Lawrence, I swear, is because he's in Jacksonville and nobody cares. <laughs> every other, every other quarterback. That is true. Every bro. other quarterback that's been a number one overall pick, bro, like has gotten got a lens that's been it. bad, has gotten eviscerated. Cleveland get more yes. coverage. Hey, that would be funny. Hey, Lamont, uh, Lamont's point. comment. <laughs> Caleb, let's say we do get Caleb and he throws two picks. Soldier Field gonna go crazy. They gonna want. They gonna want. Uh, what's the backup name? Yeah, that's that's no. That's no they gonna title Tyson Bates and Agent Bates season again. <laughs> two point but that's not different though. Oh, Justin boy. got booed. Oh boy, Justin got booed multiple times in Soldier Field. 
But see, that goes back like, to the that's pressure. Just, that's just playing here. Like, I, I get it. Like, everybody always wants the kumbaya. Oh, here we go. We love everybody. That's not Chicago. No, nah, that ain't Chicago. It's not Chicago. We, you gotta, we you gotta, you gotta show. You get... That's why. That's why you have to be a certain kind of player to come here. That's why you have to be a certain kind of, uh, uh, have a certain kind of level headedness to come here. Because realistically, that's what you're going to get in Chicago. Like it or hate it. Guess what? You get that in New York. You get that in uh, uh, San Francisco. When you play bad, they 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 speak up. True. Man, I mean, like, so I don't know, man. I'm I'm not. I I think at the end of the day. Um, <laughs> Listen, Ryan Paul's gonna do what Ryan Paul's gonna do. And Devo said he go get that Cody Parky boo. That would be the worst boo. Oh, I don't know if he gonna get the get Parky you out of town. Nobody boo. get the Parky boo. Parky's still getting booed. Hey, I feel bad for my dude. Getting booed. Gucci said we ain't boo Justin. All right. No, nah, <laughs> yeah, that ain't true. That ain't true. <laughs> Justin Fields. Justin Fields left the half with forty five yards. They booed that man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> booed. Get off the field. Like, Maybe not you, but they definitely did. <laughs> Let's talk about we didn't boo Justin. Hey, man, we appreciate y'all for tuning in to show love. Hit that like button. Subscribe to the page. Leave that five-star view. Y'all know what to do for JC and C-Dub. We'll be back tomorrow with more Bears talk. Bear down, Bears fans. Y'all stay safe out there, Chicago. Peace. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.